Welcome back to another episode of A Playmaker's View. I'm your host, Jamie Burdish, and on today's episode, it's going to be a little bit of a different one. Instead of talking about a direct sport, we're going to be kind of talking about lifestyle and training and things that relate to those kind of things. I'm going to be talking with my buddy Rob about how our uh, lifestyle around sports and just weightlifting, things of that nature, have impacted um, our game on the field and off the field and how our living habits have changed over the years. I've known Rob for quite some time now, so uh, we're just going to kind of kick it and get things going. Alright, so like I said, this uh, episode is going to be a little bit different than the normal ones, but as always, uh, I kind of introduce my guests, so before we get things started, first of all, thanks Rob for getting on this podcast with me, I'm super excited, and uh, second of all, give us a little bit about yourself and kind of introduce, you know, who you are to the viewers. Absolutely, bud. I mean, it's been a long time coming, just kind of talking about sitting down doing this, so it'll be kind of fun, and I mean, me and you are just kind of always shooting the shit, talking about whatever, so I hope you don't mind if I like... Nah, curse here and there. All right, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just a guy who has kind of been in love with sports and training my whole life and kind of recently, the past few years, discovered, like, the nutritional side and, like, how it can really affect, like, your performance and your body composition, everything like that, and just how it can build your confidence and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, we can dive into that kind of shit and just talk about whatever. But, yeah, I'm just a dude who came to school to play college baseball and kind of in the process found a purpose in in training so yeah that's all there is really to say about that for sure that's something I wanted to talk a little bit about is you know you talked about a few years ago you kind of really invested yourself uh it's one thing I want to just kind of sit down and talk to you about is just where you started your development I know I don't know the exact numbers that you came into your freshman year like 135 <laughs> five or something like that yeah but, uh, you're a big dude now like you've you've worked hard so let me maybe talk funny. about that a little bit I mean, I definitely consider myself still, like, a small person, but, like, I'm always trying to become, you know, bigger, and um, just because I think it's, uh, it's not really, like, the appearance on the outside, it's just more, like, what the, the lifestyle kind of does for your mentality, and, like, how you can kind of identify with that, like, I feel like I was always looking for something to, like, spend all my passion on, like, to spend my time, like, truly devoting myself to, and, like, that was baseball for a long, long time, then I kind of realized, like, sometimes I feel like in life, you might think, like, all of your passion like should be invested in one certain thing and then some given event might like change that or like might influence you to realize like your passion can also be really well suited for something a little bit different I think that's what kind of happened with me is like I realized like yes I love this sport of baseball but like also lifting weights has given me so much more ability to do that and also do so much more in my life and uh yeah I think I started I was probably like 135 pounds like you said yeah I was a little dude. I mean, I'm still, I'm like 175 pounds now, so a little bit different, but... A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't really even care about that part of it as much as, like, I just don't feel like the same person mentally. I feel like I've grown For so sure. much since I've come here, and that's mainly, like, the people I surrounded myself with who kind of, like, got me into that. Yeah, so, I mean, we want to talk about a little bit about how your life has changed. I know you said you just kind of feel better, and that's one thing mm-hmm. uh, ever since I started working out. I know I'm still not the biggest guy, but when you work out, you feel good. It's kind of like a second home. Uh, I'm sure that's how you feel. You work out two, sometimes three times a day. So, I mean, it takes up a lot of time, but when you devote yourself to something and uh, you get the results, you know, you feel good about it. 
and all that kind of stuff. So I want to kind of change topics based on that. Uh, do you have any goals for um, like your not weight, but like your appearance and stuff like that, or is it more of like you said, just kind of the um, you know the good feeling of it? Um, I mean, for me right now, so I'm going to go to school and become an athletic trainer. And I want to also become a certified strength and conditioning coach with that. And like what I really want to do with this is like give other people the same experience that I had where I kind of found my confidence through like giving myself the ability to go in the gym, like understand what I could do to make myself better um, on so many different levels. I want to give other people that same ability to do that. And like I've already tried to do that with so many people in my life. And not that I like whatever, like push people to do that if they don't want to do that. But like if people ever ask me, um, like, my little brother, dude, he is literally the exact same as me. Like, he loves this shit just as much as I do. Yeah, for sure. And he's a little tank now, too. Oh, but yeah. it's just, like, more of what it did for me personally. Because, like, that part of my life kind of made me confident in who I actually am. Like, I feel like I always just thought of myself as, like, a baseball player. But I never thought about, like, you know, the kind of, the, the way I was carrying myself, like, in all other parts of my life, the way I was treating people like, what I could do for the community around me, how I could lead people in, like, where I live, like, my my group of friends, like, how I could set the right example and stuff like that. And, like, weightlifting, I feel like, while it might make people, like, when you kind of look bigger and, you know, gain some muscle or whatever, people kind of look at you different and maybe respect you a little bit more than when you're super skinny, but, like, it shouldn't be for the, like, you should use that as a reason to, like, be confident in doing the right thing because you know people are going to listen to you and use it in the right way, like, Instead of, like, you know, thinking of it as, oh, I look all cool and jacked or whatever, like, think of it as, like, people respect me, so I should try to do the right thing, set the right example, so the world can be a better place. Like, not that that, you know, you have to look a certain way to do that, but whatever gives you the confidence to do that, for me, it was, like, changing my my mentality through that kind of stuff, like, allowed me to start doing that kind of thing. Yeah, and one thing I want to touch on, it's kind of not really related to looks and stuff, but... I don't know all the technical terms and all the medical things, but I think that once you do that working out and you got all that, I don't know, you might want to go on about it because you know more about it, but um, I guess the your brain and all the things inside of you just have that more upbeat kind of feeling. Oh, dude, it's feeling. crazy. It's yeah. great. Like the, like the <laughs> dopamine and like all the different like chemicals that can be re- like uh, released in your brain. Like I truly have been someone who's had so much anxiety my entire life and uh, weightlifting kind of like took that away in a lot of ways like it just releases like all those kind of feel good you know hormones and neurotransmitters whatever i think that's a big part of it i think it's also just like having more like whatever it is that you do whether it's that or like you play uh you know an instrument or something or whatever you're passionate about like if you have that rigidity in your life like every day i think that's honestly the biggest part of it is like you have something that takes you away from the stress and the craziness of life and like all the hard decisions you have to make on a daily basis. You have one thing that like stays consistent and you're doing that all the time. It's so good for you. Like it just, you feel like comfortable and like you can adapt to those stressors and stuff. Yeah. I was watching a podcast uh, about a week ago and they were talking about how, you know, just go getting, going and getting what you want and don't follow um, like our society has such a big um, issue with, you know, people being influenced. But if you find that one thing that you're really passionate in, your life becomes so much better and I yeah. think that's that's really important. For sure. Um, but yeah, so another thing um, I want to discuss is, you know, you've been through some injuries mm-hmm. uh, in your uh, your college baseball career and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So how is that, one, reflected on your 
um, how have you adapted to lifting weights and stuff like that, but also how have you, I guess, tamed that beast of injuries and also um, grown from it? I like the analogy there. Tame the beast? <laughs> yes, sir. Nice. Um, yeah, man, injuries suck. Injury, But you have to kind of take them in stride. Like, I think it taught me that, like, bad things, like, difficult times don't last forever. Like, For sure. Yeah. You don't have to identify yourself with your current situation because you know that you're going to be something different when you get through that, like, darkness that you're going through. Like, going through, like, especially, like, when you're kind of, like, living your what you thought was going to be your, like, ultimate goal or, like, a big step in getting towards your ultimate goal and then something, like, sets you so far back. Like, you have to understand how to cope with it. It can be really, really, like difficult mentally to get through that kind of stuff and yeah and that goes with anything in life too yeah, not just like injuries sure. yeah. but uh like i don't know if you fail a test or if you're on a tough breakup things like that you just got to yeah. kind of find a way to get through it but those those kind of moments are really meant uh they everything has a reason and mm -hmm. in my opinion that's always when i've grown up um, i'm really starting to realize that everything uh, mm -hmm. in our life has a meaning and stuff like that yeah uh, so yeah is there anything else you kind of want to touch on about I guess just kind of your lifestyle we talked about you know how you've grown as a person mm -hmm. um, not just physically but um, just like how's your daily life going and how is your world revolved around the lifestyle of just I guess being in better health and having a better mindset of things yeah it's funny dude like I feel like I'm so much more structured now that I ever was which yeah. is funny because I have the most like freedom with my time now but like I take it upon myself to be like super structured because if I do that I feel better and I'm able to be better to serve other people better and I don't know I just think that uh like going through all that kind of growth phase of life just like taught me who I wanted to be and like not to be ashamed of it like not to think that I feel like I always had like people like always recognize that I was like an ambitious person like my friends would always tell me like I know you're gonna like do whatever it is that you want to do but like I didn't believe it at all I always thought mm -hmm. I was like not good enough or whatever that's super important uh, before you go on it's just believing in yourself I think mm -hmm. um, like I said society all those kind of things is always playing tricks on us and sometimes you just got to sit down and you know look at yourself in the mirror and figure out what it is that you want to do for and sure. I think like I don't know just for me the past few years especially being in college is just you know I've sat down and realized what I want to do obviously I don't, know, I don't know exactly where I want to go in my future, but, you know, I'm living each and every day and just trying yeah. to figure out how to go about it, you know? Yeah, so. I feel like that's so important to just go day, just going day by day with your life. Like, not trying to, like, map out exactly X and Y where you're going to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and how, it, how also, many... it's hard to do that, too. Yeah. You, know, you can't just say you're going you're gonna to be a better person. You know, mm -hmm. you actually have to act on it. Right. And that's the hardest thing, but I think, like I said, the lessons that we learn throughout life and all that, mm -hmm. I mean, that teaches us. That's half the battle, you know? Yeah, like, you have to roll with whatever circumstances you're dealt. Like, how many times have either of us, like, done stuff we wouldn't have, like, foreseen a, ourselves to do? For sure, yeah. Like, you didn't know you were going to come here originally when you came, when you graduated high school. I didn't know I was going to be in fraternity, I mean, right. all this kind of stuff, right. so. I bet you didn't know you were going to go to Israel this year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we can talk a little bit about that. I know yeah. uh, both of us being Jewish, we wanted, we were joking about, kind of talking about um, Jews and sports, so that yeah. can be... <laughs> A little I bit mean, of our uh, topic on today's podcast, cause, it's, you know, it's cool. To, it's cool to talk about it though, cause it's like a unique experience for us. I know for sure. Cause where we grew up, dude, like a ton of our friends were Jewish. Like it was just like very common that yeah. there was a lot of different religions like around us all the time. And then coming here to like <laughs> Mid Mo, yeah, there's not a lot of people that aren't like 
some like discipline of Christianity. So it's fun like explaining to people like this is what I did, yep. like yeah. this is the kind of stuff that we practice and whatnot. Whether or not sure. we like go to synagogue all the time, which we don't, but and speaking of Israel, um, when I went there, the culture of things is completely different. Um, one of the biggest things is when you're 18, you know, you have to go into the war, no matter if you're a guy or a girl. And to me, that was like very eye-opening because we're sitting here. We're, we're, I'm doing a podcast with you right now. Um, 19 years old, about to be 20, and there's people across the country who are, you know, fighting for their their country. And that's one of the biggest things that just kind of like took me, uh, I was just in awe and it's like crazy to think about. But that's another th- reason why going back to just taking every day, like you can't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. So That's so true. Uh, yeah. That's so true. It's funny, like when I went to the DMV to renew my license, they asked like, do you want to volunteer for the draft? And I was like, whoa, like I wasn't expecting that question. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I said no, but I mean, it made me think for a minute. It's like, a scary, it's a scary thought for sure. Yeah, just, like, the fact that so many people, like, on a whim are like, you know what, I want to defend my country. Or in, in the case of Israeli people, like, it's not a choice. They just know they're going to defend their country. You have to. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing um, we can start talking about is kind of, you know, we're becoming adults, which is another scary thought. Um, mm-hmm. You said you wanted to uh, maybe start up. Do you want to start up your own, like, gym? Yeah, yeah. Or, okay, let's For talk a little sure. more about that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, because I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like, the end goal. Obviously, like, I just, like, we were just talking, like, you don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to look like. But I want, like, eventually down the road, um, I want to, along with, like, some some colleagues and stuff, maybe some friends, open up, a like, a PT, AT clinic, kind of, like, sports medicine clinic that's, like, also a gym where, like, competitive lifters can come train, whether they be, like, athletes that are, you know, competing in team sport or they're power lifters or bodybuilders or whatever they might be, come train in this, like, have a gym where they have, like, great equipment to come train, but it's, like, a small, like, homey, like, community environment, and then there's also, like, a clinic set up with it where, like, myself as an athletic trainer and, like, other uh, trainers or physical therapists can, like, work. I think that would be such a cool... That's awesome. Um, yeah, no, go get that, angle. dude. Yeah, yeah that's I wanna, awesome. I want to make that happen. That's it's awesome. probably going to take a long time. <laughs> so know? what? Yeah, so but what? I, I want to do that. For sure. I mean, I'll be be coming out there quite a bit if you stay <laughs> local, for sure. For sure. And you'll have your uh, little Rob's working out there. Oh, jeez, man. You never know. Uh, we're getting way too far into the future. But yeah, you never so know, man. that's awesome. Yeah, you never know, for real. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, we can talk about a ton of different stuff. Is there anything else that you kind of want to discuss? So... Um, where were we going with the uh, Jewish people in sports thing? Like, how many, Dude, how many Jewish so guys? Many how many Jewish guys are in professional baseball? I'll look it up we, right now. I mean, there's there's a great number, and people don't even realize that because mm-hmm. I mean, it's not really a statistic that we we think about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'll look it up. But I mean, you know, you think about. We talked about Bregman in yeah. baseball. Kevin Pillar, I Not believe. a popular name right now, Alex Bregman. Yeah, no. Can we be- talk about that a little bit? He got beaten by the Cardinals today. Oh, that? did he really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Right in the shoulder. I, how do you, so how do you, all right, this is kind of a tough, uh, everyone feels differently about it, right? right. But like, yeah. how do you feel about people getting intentionally hit over this? Like, so obviously that's like the next step to being upset is like they're going to start hitting people. My thought is, for one, it's going to happen. They're going to get hit. So, yeah. yeah. I think there's, I don't remember the exact thing of what it was, but if you hit someone, you get some sort of penalty. Do you know what that is? It's like you get a warning or you get kicked out if you hit someone. If you, t- you hit an asteroid, oh, it's a fine or something. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Manfred put that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 
there's definitely a, I don't know if there's a suspension, but there's a... Some sort of incentive. I'm going to look it up real quick. Anyways, but um, people, I mean, as a pitcher, you hit people all the time. So there's no telling whether or not you're going to be hitting them. But that's a whole different side of it. Um, I think if I'm a pitcher, I'm not going to hit someone because they cheated. Yeah, I might be upset because I got screwed out of a World Series, but um, it's the thing about being a bigger man and stuff like that. Um, I don't don't know because I don't know how I would feel if I was a professional baseball player in that situation, especially for teams like the Yankees and the Dodgers who were directly involved in it. Um, But on the other side of things, I I don't know how you can live with yourself after cheating. Mm -hmm. Like, for those players, I mean, the lies just continue to go on. And it just amazes me that, like, just come out and say you did it, be a man, and go on with it, you know? Um the other part of things, I think maybe there should have been more of a suspension to the players. But then again, you don't know exactly what happened. They couldn't have, I mean, maybe they didn't cheat. You don't know. There's no, like, I mean, obviously there's proof. Yeah. But yeah. you don't know for sure. You don't know the exact details of how it started right. and how it grew. Uh, yeah, you don't know who, who did it, when, where, all that kind of stuff. So there's so there's such a thin line between telling it. But overall, I just think that, first of all, it's terrible for the game of baseball. The it's, whole situation. Uh, yeah. I mean, baseball hasn't got this much, I guess, uh, social media, TV, all that kind of time in so long, and this is not the kind of way to have uh, publicity, excuse Mm -hmm. me, so I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent about it, but it is what it is. I mean, sport will live on, Um, but yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't know, man. I think, I mean, I totally understand the frustration. Like, the way they handled it, the way they, like, in the press conference yeah. and all that kind of stuff, like, their character was just, like, so ridiculously, like, awful. Like, See, that's what I'm saying. Players. Like, if, if you're going to do it and you did it, just man up to it. Own it, yeah. If I was if I was Bregman right now in his shoes, I don't want to get hit 80 times in a year and I didn't <laughs> buy 95 miles like of baseball. They're bluffing so hard when they say they don't, they're not afraid. They don't yeah. care. They're not worried about it. Like, you don't want to go up there and get beaned every day. No. It's not fun. It's just, I don't see how someone can live with a lie like that. But Yeah, it's brutal. I don't know. There's a lot of weird things going on in baseball, though. I saw, I don't know if you saw this, there was a player, a catcher, the Toronto Blue Jays arrested for masturbating in a public parking lot. I did see that. Wow. How did that happen? Yeah. Like, what? I, I just, don't know. I really just want to know, like, why he did that. Yeah. But we'll never know. That. I don't really want to know. But... I know. I, I really want to understand, like, what, like, thought process was, like, going to this, like, Dollar Tree parking lot. I feel like some of the story wasn't told. In that yeah. I don't case. know. Dude, I don't know. But... He got uh, charged with exposure of bodily organs, I'm pretty sure, or sexual organs or something. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they almost had to, like, customize that charge for the situation. Mm. I don't know, dude. Yeah, but... It was weird to hear about that. See, but that's the other thing that, like, I always I always like talking about is uh, athletes being... Is the word uh, maybe dehumanized? Like, yeah. or we think so highly of these guys, and uh, right, right, they're right. just humans like we are, um, mm-hmm. and there's so much media and attention on them, which, I mean, if I was... If I was an Astro, I would be freaking out. I would, yeah. I'd slip up and say something if I was. Not that it's like an okay mistake to go like, yeah, masturbate in a public parking lot. Not like we're not saying, we're not saying that. But like, we are saying that like there are guys. Well, that I, are, no, I wasn't even talking about that matter. I'm just I know, saying that, I know. But I'm, <clears throat> my point in bringing it back up is just like saying that like they're not. 
like, I feel like when people are, like, these public figures are accused of, like, crazy things, like, we can't just assume it didn't happen because they're so-and-so. Yeah. Like, they could have done it, and they probably did if there's evidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just feel like there's so many different things if you're like, whoa, that's my hero, so, like, they can do it. Like, they should be held to the same standard. For sure, for sure. As anybody else, whatever it is that we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, they're making millions of dollars, and we just think that they're perfect but I mean, mm-hmm. they're just humans like we are yeah that's the yeah, other thing i talked about this in my last podcast with brett um about how i heard from a different podcast i always refer to different podcasts yeah. but uh, mike clevenger discussed how yeah. um saw that these people are there's people working three jobs mm-hmm. and like busting to get all this kind of money and then there's these guys who are cheating and making Taking food 200 off their table. mil, yeah, like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's an interesting uh, take, and I kind of like it because, I mean, there are only so many spots in professional sports, like, there yeah. are only so many, um, you know, statistical uh, achievements that you can have, and, like, when you cheat to get those, like, you are getting a pay grade, like, you're getting, a like, a salary increase from doing well, and, like, if you got that on the means of cheating, it's like, just not yeah. right, honestly. But yeah, it, it, it's upsetting. It's. I mean, nothing we can do about it now, though. I mean, yeah, gotta try to it is. move on and let the game be better in the future. And for sure. All right, so I think we can kind of wrap it up here on today's episode. Uh, first off, thank you again for joining me on today's podcast. If you have any other thoughts, please let me know. But uh, for the most part, I think we covered kind of what we wanted to. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you. Um, of course, I really appreciate you having me on. It's a pleasure uh, to get to do this. And um, of course, you know, it can be a little comfortable being the spotlight of the conversation. And uh, that was um, really cool to get to talk about my experience a little bit once uh, we started doing that. So I appreciate that opportunity, bro. And I love what you're doing with this. I think that having a podcast is so cool. I want to have my own at some point in time and talk about different uh, passions and interests and whatnot. But, of course, uh, yeah. And the other thing is, if you ever want to get back on a podcast, you're more than welcome to. You know that. Uh, but you know, like you said, it's getting your experience out there. It's a little hard to do at first, but I think you got a little more comfortable after uh, a few minutes into the podcast. So, um, yeah, pretty good episode. Um, thanks again. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of A Playmaker's View, and I'll be back with you guys next week uh, to give you some more podcasts.